It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Wednesday, everyone. And thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. All right. Now, we've got a lot to get to this show. We're going to talk. We're going to preview Oregon. We're going to talk about some good wins that are maybe going under the radar that the pack or that Arizona had and teams that Arizona does and would like to avoid come March. But first, let's start with Arizona against the Oregon schools. Now, I'm going to be lazy here and we're not going to break down Arizona, Oregon State because quite frankly, Oregon State stinks. Uh, they're not very good. I've unfortunately had to watch mo- uh, multiple of their games. And if Arizona loses to Oregon State, well, we got a lot of issues here, and uh, we'll certainly talk about that, uh, and we'll certainly be talking about that later. Um, Oregon, to me, is interesting because going into the season, uh, Oregon, Arizona, and UCLA were all the ones that were looked at as being possibly top, you know, the top three teams in the league. Oregon has two player, or hmm, two and a half players that would play major minutes at Arizona and maybe start. And that's always kind of what I look at and I work backwards. Will Richardson at the point is the best point guard in the conference. Now he might not be the, uh, the toughest guy in the world, but he's a guy that every single game can get you 20 points, four or five rebounds, three, four or five assists, something like that. He's very, very good. He would start at Arizona. Uh, then after that, you've got uh, in folly Dante, uh, Dante, the ex, uh, everybody knows who he is, ex five star big man at about seven foot, 240 pounds, averaging about 15 and seven. But he's played very good ball against U of A over the years. And knock on wood, I would expect that to happen. Now, it looks like they're getting healthy because for the first time they've had all their players in practice. Big man Nate Biddle is back, uh, kind of a shooting five star uh, stretch four. Uh, Jermaine uh, Quisnard is uh, playing now. Kid out of South Carolina, not great, but a pretty good ball handler. And Keyshawn Bartholomew as well, another ball handler, which they desperately need. But I don't want to blow Oregon up like they're this awesome team because they're not. Um, You watch them, and this entire season they've looked disjointed. Uh, And it's much the same as last year. I think that uh, Dana Altman thought by bringing guys back, solidifying their roles, that maybe it would make them a little bit better. But that certainly hasn't been the case so far. Um, And I don't know that that's going to be a magic wand that you wave. But it does help, though, that uh, they have their ball handlers back. Um, Up front for Arizona, this is a game where Ballo and Tabella's got to dominate. Again, in Folly Dante is very good. They've got uh, they got a lot of size with Ware at seven foot. Biddle coming in as well, but this is the game that the two peaks 
maybe not the four peaks, but the two peaks have to dominate. It's also a game too that on the perimeter, Arizona needs to get steady contributions from their uh, from Pella Larson, from Ramey, from Kirk Reese. So we'll see if that happens. Not sure it does, but I have uh, I have faith that Arizona can win this game because I just think that they're better constructed and they're not as disjointed as Oregon is at this point. All right, now something that isn't disjointed: the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Here's the deal. You can put down $5 on an NBA game, just five measly dollars. If that te- and if that team wins, you get up to $200 in free plays. That simple, that easy. Check it out. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, 21 and up, Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. But this is the place to be, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. Right now, I'm saying bet on the bucks. That's my pick right there. Keep betting on the Bucks. They got the best player in the world. Giannis is on a roll. That's where I would go. But again, check it out. And the Four Peaks. Here's the deal. Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX Sports, is down in Tempe. They got a great downtown Tempe location. And you can get your Four Peaks here at the Tap and Bottle Watch Parties this Saturday at 4 o'clock. Now, uh, at the downtown uh, Temp- or the Tempe location, they've got uh, watch parties. They've got great food deals. They've got great uh, beer deals, obviously. Four Peaks is fantastic stuff. Again, enjoy responsibly. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. But the Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX Sports. All right, now. Let's talk a little bit about teams that Arizona, some of the really good teams then how Arizona matches up with them at the midway season come uh, and how they look uh, coming towards March. Now, the first team we got to talk about, obviously, is Houston. Um, Everybody remembers Houston from last year, and not much has changed about Houston. They go very deep, and while they don't have great big men up front, they're ha- they have very physical, quick guards, as we've seen. Marcus Sasser is back. Marcus Sasser is their best player. Arizona missed him last year. Um, this will this will be a game that Houston will pressure Arizona just like they did the previous game, and they're going to take a chance that their guys on the back end will be able to block uh, Arizona if they do get into the front court. This is a matchup that I am not thrilled about if I'm Arizona, but... Um, Houston does have some warts. Houston at times struggles to score, and that's something against Arizona that's generally not that's generally a little bit of a problem if you do struggle to score. So that's certainly something to keep an eye on right there. But Houston, Houston uh, is a team that I think is going to go far in the tournament, and they're the kind of constructed roster that you don't love to see if you're Arizona. A similar one to that is Alabama. Now, Alabama is Alabama, I think it's one of the best teams in the country. I'm not really breaking any news right there, but they're ma- you look at them and their matchups are, you've got a guy in Brandon Mill who, one of the best freshmen in the country, averaging 19 points, nine boards. But after that, and this is always what I look at, what kind of guard play do you have? You got Jaden Bradley and you got uh, Javon Quinterly, both guys that Arizona is familiar with from recruiting, but neither one is great, but at the same time, they're kind of pesky guards that can uh, that can cause some problems for you, and they can they can handle the ball. So I would imagine that you would they they would pressure Arizona now. And on the back end, and this is another thing that I always look at is what kind of length do you have? And with Clowney, 
and with uh, Bidaiko, I, I think I destroyed that name, but whatever, um, you're combining for almost four blocks per game. And I've always felt against Arizona, if you're going to be able to beat Arizona, you've got to have length, and they have length. Now, keep in mind, too, all I'm doing is saying what uh, these teams possess for Arizona. Arizona, we've watched all season, has a lot going for it as well. So, and that kind of goes without saying. Um, now, a couple other teams that I think are uh, interesting. And again, Arizona can beat all these teams. I'm just talking about the matchups. Tennessee, we've seen Tennessee here in uh, McHale, um, played a pretty good game. Arizona obviously uh, got out and was able to win. The thing with Tennessee, though, that surprised me in that game is that they've got the players to pressure, and they didn't pressure in that game. And I'm not sure exactly why they didn't. Um, as a matter of fact, I have no clue why they didn't. Um, maybe on a neutral court that happens. But I'm a fan of Tennessee. I think Tennessee is a pretty good team. Don't love seeing them. But it kind of is what it is right there. Now, I'm going to talk about some teams and – Honestly, Gonzaga, Gonzaga to me is a little bit better version of Arizona in that, yes, um, Drew Timmy's probably the best player on the court. Strother is very good. You got Rasir Bolton, and you're more probably a little bit more athletic on the perimeter. But Arizona also has two big men that can cause uh, that can really put up numbers against Gonzaga. And I think that's a uh, that's an interesting matchup. I think Gonzaga would be slightly favored on a neutral court. But not a matchup that you're terrified, obviously, if you're Arizona, because quite frankly, you're not terrified against anybody. But it's a matchup certainly to keep an eye on. All right. Now, we're going to talk about some teams that I think are slightly overrated that I wouldn't mind Arizona playing. But let's talk about game time. Let's say that you want to go to an NCAA tournament game, but you're like, ah, I don't even know where to go. I don't have any idea on how to get there. Fear not. That's where game time steps in. Game time can get you tickets many times to sporting events, concert venues, you name it, at 60% off. We've had people on the uh, post-game show talk about this. So game time. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. But, um, again, game time is where it's at. And Candlelin. All right. Now, during this holiday season especially, um, you got to remember that not everybody is uh, super fortunate out there. Candlelin.org is puts does stuff to help out kids who are less advantaged um that don't have everything that many people have to be successful in life and that's uh, where candlelin is um just kind of a next level entity check it out candlelin.org um again if you can uh, if you can help out because they do a great job helping out some kids that don't have everything that they need all right now let's look at some teams that if you're Arizona you're not uh, terrified of him. Number one is Purdue. All right. Now I think that Zach Eady is the best player in the country. Um, I think he's going to win all of the awards. And if he doesn't, it'll be a player we're about to talk about in a minute, but seven foot three, big guy. Um, I think that, you know, he would be the best big man on the court against Arizona. And it's not often you can say that, but the rest of the team to me just isn't very dynamic. And if you uh, if you can get Edie into foul trouble, again, easier said than done, Arizona's got a real chance there because nobody else on that team scares me. Plus, it's a Big Ten team, so we, if they're a number one or two seed, there's a good chance they'll get knocked out in the second round, so you don't even have to worry about them. Purdue, not terrified of Purdue by any means. Um, and now, oh, and by the way, a team that I don't want to play again, and I should have put this up there at the beginning, UConn because of they can score 
and they're athletic and they can block shots and they can um, they can do a lot of stuff. All right, now another team that I'm going to throw out there that I'm not terrified of is Kansas. Now you might say, Mike, isn't Kansas ranked number one or number two? You'd be right, but Kansas is. While I really like Jalen Wilson. If it's not Zach Eady, it's probably Jalen Wilson's is going to be the player of the year. He's fantastic, but this team is not very tall, and they don't have a lot of depth. And you could say that Arizona doesn't have a lot of depth, but Arizona is tall. And Jalen Wilson, along with the rest of the team outside K.J. Adams, not great athletes. Um, Dewan Harris is very good at the point guard position. He's really kind of uh, settled things down there. Grady Dick is good on the wing. Uh, but Jalen, uh, again, Jalen Wilson is what you know makes everything go. But none of these guys are overwhelming athletes. They're just a very well-constructed team. I think that they wish they had one more big. They don't. And I think that's where Arizona could take advantage of them. I would, excuse me, I would favor Arizona against Kansas on a neutral court. All right. Now, a couple other teams, though. Uh, Virginia, Virginia teams that, uh, teams that try to play games in the 30s worry about um, Virginia, again, I've never really been a big fan of what they do there. I know they won a title, but Virginia doesn't worry me. Ohio State is kind of in the same boat. UCLA to me is interesting because UCLA is – Arizona is going to play UCLA um, obviously twice, coming up here very soon. And the Bruins are playing very, very good basketball right now. But the one thing about the Bruins, and we've talked about this from day one, is that they are not big. Uh, UCLA does not have a UCLA does not have a uh, a front court outside of Bona. Now you could say that uh, between Jalen Clark, between Jaime Hawkes, they make up for it with Clark's athleticism, instincts, and Hawkes just being an awesome player. And you could be in that you could be right. But when you got Ballo and you got Tabellus beating down on you all game, I think that starts to wear you down again. That's going to be an interesting matchup, but I can think that both of these teams can go far in the tournament. Um, but again, not scared about UCLA, but I think they are a team that's clearly a top 10 team. By the way, I think the Pac-12 is going to get about five teams into the uh, into the NCAA tournament. That would not surprise me in the least if that happened. Now, one thing that you should know about is more furniture, morfurniture.com. All right, now, uh, check it out. They've redone, as you know, they've redone the entire PHNX studios. Looks absolutely amazing. They've got all kinds of fabric, all kinds of leather. Every, anything you name, they have it. And they've got it for all shapes and sizes right there. From somebody like me to somebody like Jacob Franklin, they can go both ways right there. Check it out, morfurniture.com. They revamped and made the PHNX studios look immaculate. They can do that for you. And Mountain Mike's Pizza. Mountain Mike's Pizza at, excuse me, at uh, Oracle and Wetmore. It's taken the nation by storm. We've had John Schuster. We've had William Brad Alice hop on here, uh, having some Mountain Mike's uh, pizza. It, the TV setup is a, is fantastic. Again, you don't really get any uh, Mountain Mike's pizza. Great stuff. Check it out at their lo- uh, at that location. And many times there's Mountain Mike's Pizza at tap and bottle watch parties downtown so check it out mountain mike's pizza the show notes and the link in the description all right now also wanted to talk a little bit about arizona's out of conference record because i think a lot of people were down and saying well all these teams kind of folded after arizona but 
you all need to remember that it's a long road to hoe. It's a long season here. And Arizona, Arizona, well, let's be honest here, has some very good wins. Tennessee, we already know, is going to be a win that is going to age very well. Um, we know that because Tennessee is in the top 10. They're going to be in the top 10 all season. And you could just tell by looking at them that they're very good. Um, Indiana, I thought, was a little bit overrated, but they're in the Big Ten, so they'll be overrated. But that's fine for Arizona's take. Um, now, San Diego State, team that a lot of people have uh, brushed off, is now ranked 23rd in the nation. And I'm guessing by the end of the year, there's going to be somewhere around 15. So that's going to turn out to be a pretty good neutral court win, as is Creighton. And I do believe that ASU is going to be a tournament team, so that's already a good win. And UCLA is a top 10 team that Arizona is going to have multiple shots to get out here uh, going forward. So Arizona took care of what it needed to take care of out of conference. Now got to take care of business in conference. But right now, I think there's a pretty good, uh, pretty good chance that they're going to have a nice resume. All right. We will be back with you tomorrow, late post game, one of those uh, nine o'clock tips. So we'll be up with you about 11 o'clock. Join me, Ben White, William Brad, Alice, the whole crew. Schuster's going to be off this week. So again, we're going to need all of you to help pick up the slack. But as always, can't thank you enough. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.